This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hey, welcome to another week of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. As always with me is my good friend and co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, thanks for joining us. we got a good show this week. We're going to be talking about navigating your retirement. Now, what the heck does that mean? We're going to be talking about Social Security, income gap planning, legacy planning. We're going to cover all kinds of stuff today just because it's really hot on my mind. But Tony, 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 how are you doing, man? Yes, all three Tonys. I'm here. And uh, I am eating for three today, so just keep that in oh, mind. Oh, that's why I yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. I saw your lunch. Yeah, I'm so not I expecting, thought. but I am eating for three. So <laughs> there's that. Whenever I hit the pizza buffet, but uh, uh, I'm just trying to amp up my radio personality <laughs> voice to keep up with you. Hey, good luck with that, Michael. I, I know, Ladies I and gentlemen, a... Michael Mansfield, right here on Financially Two. Hey, uh, Michael, that sounds like a great uh, show topic for us today, navigating your retirement, because uh, I hate to say it, and we don't like to be negative or use scare tactics, because I know you're not about that, but I like navigating your retirement because the more I learn about what I need to do, do you know, to do to prepare for retirement, the more it seems like a minefield to me, right? Oh, I totally agree. You know, and it's being tax season Gosh, it really amplifies that whole theme because taxes are toughy for a lot of different people. If you're dealing with anything above and beyond your, you know, 1099 from Social Security or your W-2 from your work, if you own investments, if you own rental properties, if you're buying and selling that kind of stuff, taxes can be very complicated. And remember, it's the beginning of April. We have until April 18th to get our taxes filed over to the IRS to try to keep them off of our back. But... Taxes are complicated. Taxes are confusing. There's still, in its very simplest sense, a few things that you can do, whether that's opening IRAs or if you have a little self-employed business, maybe doing like a SEP IRA or something like that. So if this is down to the wire and anybody has any questions about opening accounts, let me know. We can talk real quick through some spitball ideas of how to save a few bucks on our taxes, uh, 805-500-7035. But bigger theme though, Tony, you're right. It, it's a it's a minefield out there. Navigating retirement is not easy. But then again, it's really stinking easy. And that's the irony of it. I think that advisors have a tendency of scaring us, like you said, your scare tactics. Oh, the stock market's bad. Buy this. Oh, this is great. Buy this. You know, everybody wants to to amplify what benefits them. And one of the things that always gets amplified is is really how hard retirement planning is. And actually, it's hard sometimes to find the tools and find the solutions, but the concept is not very difficult. And what I mean is, in its simplicity, we work our cabooses off our whole lives to bring in paychecks. We go out in the world, we've got our job, we've got our career, we've got whatever it is, we do what we have to do to bring in a paycheck. For most people, the idea of retirement is simple as, 
How do I bring in a paycheck without having to work for it anymore? And how big is that paycheck? Is it enough to take care of me? So goal number one, retirement planning is what are the paychecks coming from the world that I no longer have to earn? Do you have social security? Well, hopefully you do. Hopefully your spouse has it too. Well, how do you maximize social security? How do you get the most out of that social security paycheck? How do you maximize it for a spouse and make sure that when somebody dies, the survivorship benefits are as robust as possible? There's a lot of work that needs to be done with just social security. But remember, those are two paychecks coming from the world that you don't have to come with out of your own pocket. These are very important paychecks. Then the next tier, pensions. Have you worked for any employer that's going to give you a pension? If they have, what kind of pension is it? Does it have survivorships to a spouse? Doesn't it? Is it a pension for a period certain, you know, for 10 or 20 years, or is it a lifetime pension? Hmm. What other sources of income do we have, though? You know, we've got pensions, Social Security. Maybe we own a rental property bringing in a paycheck. Maybe we have mommy and daddy's trust fund. I mean, who knows what those things are? But we need to make a nice long laundry list of all of the paychecks coming in from the world. We need to see how to maximize them so we know how much is coming in. Easy or hard? Well, I think, I think uh, you know, you're a little biased because you do this day in and day out. It's probably easy for you to help people figure yeah. this out. Um, but for me, it's, you know, and I think for a lot of our listeners out there, Michael, it can be the more you learn about it, the more overwhelming it can seem. But really, you're right. I mean, if, if you think about it and just do it as a step by step process and come up with a plan and work with a professional, that's not too hard. Um, right. But but the more you talk about it, I mean, you've got things like there's everything from figuring out Social Security strategies that most people don't know about. Uh, there's right. tax strategies, which is why I know you work with CPAs for your clients. Uh, there's, um, you know, different ways to fill an income gap where you might use a fixed index annuity, but there's so many kinds of annuities, you don't want to get into the wrong one. So when you, you know, the devil, as always, is in the details. And um, uh, but I think you make a great point. And I know for you, it's all common sense stuff. But for some of our listeners out there, I, I can see where it can be overwhelming. Plus, you're dealing with sure. the fact of the whole lifestyle change. Um, you know, we're probably not even going to barely touch on that. But you, you've got a whole mindset and lifestyle change, and it sneaks up on you. I mean, people think, well, you've got years to plan. Well, you know, the, as you get older, the years go faster. <laughs> I mean, my yeah, plan was, and my, I mean, the problem is, Michael, is you're younger than I am. I, if you were older than I was, I would have a personal plan in place and it would just be to get you to list me as your beneficiary. <laughs> but you're younger and will probably outlive me. So that doesn't do me any good. I can't retire. On true, that. true, true. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the theme of why we talk about this stuff is so relevant because it goes back to what you're doing with your own life. Everybody who's listening, when you work with financial planners, you work with professionals, what do they try to do? Do they sell you something in the first meeting? Do they always talk about products and tools and the things that you need? Or do they talk about the obvious of what we're talking about? Let's number one, make a list of where all the external paychecks are coming from the world. Step two, Make a list of all your current and projected expenses. Now, this is a toughie because things change. We understand that, but there's no reason that we can't have a baseline idea of what we think things will cost. Do we have a mortgage? How long is that mortgage for? Will we have Medicare? What is the rough cost of Medicare? Do we have bills and utilities and a pool boy and all that kind of fun stuff? We need to know how much we need in retirement to be comfortable. And a lot of that is focusing more on just the fixed income. How much do I need coming in every month in order to pay my bills to keep the doors of life open? 
Sure. So we so we start mapping all this stuff out. We go through all of our clients' income sources. I show them how to maximize them. So there's a good reason to call me. We force you all to do, I don't call them budgets because no one likes a budget. We call them expense worksheets. But we force everybody <laughs> to work through expense worksheets to see how much they're spending. We project out how long some of those expenses will be. We always use a, a margin of error percentage with our expenses uh, in order to try to account for taxes and inflation and some different things. But when I line those two things up on the whiteboard, on the left side, you've got your paychecks coming in from the world. On the far right side, you've got all of your expenses and all the money that you need. And then there's a big section right in the middle that's called your income gap. Yeah. And what's the income gap? If I know that I have $5,000 a month coming in from the world every single month, and I just showed myself on paper that I'm spending $10,000 a month, the income gap is right in the middle. It's $5,000. And that's that's the tough money right there. That's yeah. the money that we have to come up with out of our own pocket. We have to generate paychecks from our own savings. Now, hopefully the gap isn't 5,000, maybe it's only 1,500 or 2,500. Whatever the number is for you, this is now where financial planning starts becoming effective because we say, well, wait a second, sir. If you need 1,500, 2,500, 5,000 a month after doing this basic analysis, how much money do we need in savings? So we can kind of back project some of these numbers. How much money do we really need in order to generate this kind of money for into the future? And it tells us a lot of things. Number one, it tells us if our retirement plans are realistic. If we just flat out don't have enough money to cover our income gap, we have a problem. We either have to work longer, we either need to figure out a way to cut down our expenses and live on less, you know, tough things to consider. At the same time, if we back test all of this and you have more than enough money, then you say, hooray, I've reached it. And we put a gold star, star on your forehead and you get to retire. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> that's why I've seen a lot a of people in the area. That we do. That's why I've seen a lot of people yeah. in the area, Mike, walking around with stars on their forehead. Those are your clients. Gold stars. Yeah, yeah we, we <laughs> exactly. The um, the uh, so that's very simple, but it's a very obvious place to start. I mean, anybody that's listening, I know you have to argue that. Geez, that sounds like a whole lot of common sense place just to figure out where I'm at. But then again, how many of your financial planners have done that for you? Because even though I do this all day long. It's more often than not that people are like, you want me to do what? You need to figure out this. People are very surprised by the amount of information that we collect in order to create a true, proper cash flow retirement plan for people. Sure. Um, but it's important. This has to be done before you ever discuss investments because the difference of needing 1000 or $5,000 a month from your investments completely dictates what you do with your investments. And how much risk you have to take in that type of thing, Exactly. Right? Well, that, that starts getting into the next tier of it. Once we figure out how much we need to generate, then we have to start saying, okay, well, what's our aptitude for risk? What are our goals? What are the things that we're comfortable with? I have clients with millions of dollars that never want to lose a penny, no matter what. I have clients with a hundred grand that say, hey, let's throw it all in at the horse track and see what happens. I don't advocate that. <laughs> no. But, but it's funny because everybody's completely different. Yeah. So once again, if you're working with planners that are trying to use one size fits all product solutions, no matter what your problem is, they got the same solution answer. Well, that's a, that's a flaw because it doesn't really fit your goals and what you need. I have plenty of clients in insurance products. I have plenty of clients with annuities and income riders. I have plenty of clients with annuities without income riders. Then again, I have plenty of clients that are all in stocks and plenty of clients that are all in cash. I we It's the full spectrum 
because everybody is different. Now, to be fair, if anybody calls and asks for my book, The Wealth Puzzle, and you simply read the first two chapters, you're going to understand how I feel, what I think is the right answer. And what I think the right answer is, is a mix. And I, I've talked about this before, but it's a mix between our green and our red money. Now, obviously, what does that mean? Uh, I've decided, and we've decided over the years at our firm, that understanding money is very difficult. Understanding investments is very difficult. So what we do is we try to simplify it in a manner that makes sense to a lot of you people. You color code and it. So we color code Just it. like it's, your parents we, we, did with your underwear and shirts and socks when you were a kid. They still do. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, but yeah. hold that thought, though, because we need to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, let's talk about how asset allocation plays a role in this and why, in, why on earth you'd color code your money when it's green. So um, uh, let's hold that thought. But you, you said something there. And before we go to the break, I have to ask you, you wrote a book. I did. Yeah. What's the name of the book again? It's been out for a little while. It's called The Wealth Puzzle. You can. It's kind of interesting. You can buy it on Amazon or you can call me and get it for free. So which one would you prefer? Yeah. Um, I suggest our listeners give you a call, set up a free, It's a complimentary appointment, no obligation. They just have to sit down with you, say hi, let you know where you're at or where they're at. And you'll let you know, you know, you'll say hi to them and chat. And if there's something you can do to help them, great. If not, great. And they get a copy of your book, right? Well, and you're totally right. And so the, the subtitle on it is a fiduciary's guide to proper retirement planning. So I, in a lot of chapters, I talk about a lot of different things that are relevant to people. And so what I always like to do is if someone comes in and wants to talk to me for a few minutes and tell me what they have going on, normally I'll tell them what chapters in the books is relevant to, to them. And that way they can go home and read the book and kind of see my philosophy and how I feel. And, and that's a good way to initially decide to see if, if our stars would line up together or not anyways. Yeah, I think that's great. Great. Well, um, why don't you give our listeners your phone number and web address so they can get a hold of you and set up a complimentary appointment and see what you're all about. Yeah, absolutely. Our office, local office number in Ventura here is 805-500-7035. And our main website where you can request a, a meeting for the book and all that kind of stuff is thelindgroup.com. It's the Lind, L-Y-N-D, group.com. And that was 805-500-7035. The Lind Group, L-Y-N-D. All right, got it. And thank you so much, Mike. And listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back with Mike Mansfield on Financially Tuned after this. In today's volatile environment, making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At The Lind Group, we created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. You can download your own complimentary Rule of 100 report at financiallytunedradio.com or call us today at 805-500-7035. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And as always, Michael Mansfield, Mr. Mike, is in the house, our financial expert and the host of the show. Mike, thanks for having me on the show again today. I've already learned a lot. This is a good discussion. And I think navigating retirement and getting things planned in advance, in advance is so important. Now, at the end of the last segment, you started to bring up uh, what, uh, you know, the next step was to look at what people had and where they have it as far as financing and savings. 
to pull income from. And you started to talk about the color of money. Why don't you uh, just uh, explain that a bit for our listeners? Yeah, it's the stoplight analogy that we use when we talk about money. We talk about red, yellow, and green money inside of my book. And think about a stoplight, a simple thing. What, what does it mean when you see a green? It doesn't mean that you don't want to look around and see what's happening at an intersection, but also generally speaking means it's safe to proceed. And so anytime we talk about green money, it's our safe money assets, obvious things like cash in the bank. Hey, we know we're not going to lose it, but we also know we're not going to gain necessarily. Well, maybe you have a special bank, but <laughs> my bank's not paying me too much. Right. Mine isn't either. And then we get into a lot of different types of you know short-term investments like laddering bonds, for example, can be a very conservative, safe way to manage money. And then certainly insurance products, cash value, life insurance that's you know hedged against the upsides of the market, and then fixed and fixed index annuities that are hedged against the upside of the market with the principal protection. The other end of the spectrum is where you get into your red money. That's all your things that don't have principal protections, our stocks, our traditional bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, alternative investments, REITs, real estate investment trusts, uh, variable annuities, all those types of things where they go up, they go down, they've got fees, all that kind of stuff is our red money. And then right in between is kind of what, what I call our yellow money. That's our That's my professional money. That's the money where we don't have principal protection, but we have a team of professionals managing it. For example, I use a um, I use an institutional money manager through TD Ameritrade that manages about a billion dollars. Now these guys are all chartered financial analysts. So granted, I understand stocks. I buy and sell stocks for myself, and we talk about it with clients and whatnot. But we use an investment team that watches their at-risk investments all day long because that's what they're in the business of doing. It's like a policeman holding a gun versus a 12-year-old holding a gun. We know that in the hands of the police officer, a gun is a much safer tool versus a little kid holding a gun. It's a very dangerous tool. Well, a lot of times that's what happens when we manage our own stocks is, you know, we, we read Money Magazine and we watch, you know, Kramer on the news and we start picking stuff, but we're kind of like the little kid holding the gun. We don't exactly know what we're doing. It's not the safest thing and we can fall into trouble pretty quickly. At the same time, when I use a, my team of CFAs that, you know, if anyone wants to call me and talk to me about them, they're people we all know. We see them on Fox News, CNBC, Bloomberg all the time kind of guys. Um, it's kind of like the police officer holding the gun. We have professionals managing very dangerous things, and therefore, generally speaking, we have a better end result because there's been training, there's been understanding, and there's certainly been maintenance on it. So. That falls into our yellow money scheme. But in the simplest sense, green is safe, red is at risk. We need a little bit of everything. We use green money for creating income. We use red money for long-term growth and inflation. So I'm an advocate of it all. And to be fair, that is pretty rare around these parts. There's plenty of insurance guys on the radio trying to put all your money in green money. There's plenty of stock market guys trying to put all your money in stock market stuff. Um, I, I, I'm not supposed to mention names, so I'm not going to, I think I've gotten in trouble in the past on that, but there's a lot of people that pull you in the directions of what fits them the best. I'm licensed to do everything. And I don't believe in every, any one thing is the right answer. I think it's a mix of everything. We solve our income with our green money. We solve our growth and our inflation with our red money. It's, it's that simple. Our age is relevant. Time horizons are relevant. Risk tolerances are relevant. There's a lot of thought that goes in there. But then again, 
This is why I'm a fiduciary. This is why it's my job to look at your situation, look at those monthly paychecks, look at your expenses, see what the gap is, figure out what the most appropriate right answer is based on your risk tolerance. Um, Tony, do you know what a fiduciary is? Yeah, a fiduciary is somebody who has a legal responsibility to do what's in their client's best interests financially, correct? Right, absolutely. And so historically, a lot of the financial planners, depending on if they're going through broker dealers or they're just insurance agents, because that's a pretty common theme out there, those are not fiduciaries. They have a suitability standard to just sell you legally viable investments, but they don't have the standard of acting in your best interest. And this is interesting because everybody's probably heard of the Department of Labor. Well, the Department of Labor has said, wait a second, <laughs> investing is not easy. Investing is difficult. You're dealing with people's life savings. Why the heck is not every person who gets to play with your money not held to a fiduciary higher standard? And so as of, I think, in a few days this month, the Department of Labor is coming out with rules that requires every person that, that looks at reviews, helps you with a retirement account, an IRA, a 401k, anything like that, to actually act as a fiduciary. And so this is going to be changing a lot of stuff for people because think about it. If your insurance agent is not legally licensed to look at a mutual fund and tell you how what to do with a mutual fund because they're not even licensed to buy or sell mutual funds, how the heck are they looking at your 401k, telling you what to roll over, when to roll it over? They're not licensed. Therefore, you know, by law, they're not competent to be doing that. And they're not acting on the fiduciary standard. They're just trying to get you to roll over whatever you're willing to roll over into their insurance product. And so the Department of Labor is trying to really button up a lot of that bad practice stuff to make sure that retirees, because, hey, we're all living a lot longer. We need our money to last as long as stinking possible. So the Department of Labor is putting every foot forward there to finally make people act in your best interest. It's scary that they have to. But you know what? I've been a fiduciary for years. It was the best thing that ever happened to my clients because from the beginning, I learned that, you know what? When you do the right thing for people, you still sell stuff. So why do you need to be out trying to just sell stuff to people? It's a mysterious concept. So Interesting. lots changing lately. Yeah, lots changing lately. Yeah, but, well, um, and that, yeah, I've heard, a, I've read a lot in the news that they're trying to, you know, Congress is trying to pass a bill that would require... Uh, everyone who works, you know, a lot more folks that are in the financial industry to, uh, you know, test out and, and be, become fiduciaries and have that fiduciary responsibility. Yeah. And um, you already have it. So your, your yeah, clients uh -huh. are already, uh, already set up and that's right, really nothing, good. Nothing changing over here. Yeah, that's good. You know, but the other scary thing too, from a consumer standpoint is you're already seeing a lot of the big outfits, the Morgan Stanley, Merrill Lynch's, putting out articles discussing how all of these new regulations, because no one's for the fiduciary standard because it just means they have to make more effort. Yeah. How dare them. Um, but there are talking about all the extra compliance costs and all the things that are going to be pushed down as fees to the, the consumer, the purchaser. And I just find that scary because you know what? If you do the right thing for people, sometimes you bite the bullet. And I've been a fiduciary for years. I have to do more paperwork, more compliance, more stuff. I got to get audited. I got to show all the stuff of why we do what for who. 
And I've never balked at it in the sense of it took me more time because you know what? I sleep well at night knowing that I'm doing the best thing for people. Mm. But yeah. Um, and then the other thing regarding, you know, navigating your retirement would be legacy planning. Um, and I imagine you do quite a bit of that with the people you work with. Well, absolutely. See, it's kind of funny is, is it always goes back to this theme and I'm just getting on the theme a lot lately because we've seen a lot of stuff walking in our door lately that I find disturbing with, with sales practices, but Selling you something is one thing. Deciding why it's the best thing for you is something completely different. And then above and beyond that, making sure that it's correctly positioned so that you have no problems on the back end. And what I mean is, you know, I just had some people come in the other day and they had seven accounts and we've been working, eh, it's not the other day, but we've been working on with a few meetings and we decided to have a legacy meeting. And what we did is on these seven accounts, we started looking at them, what the vesting was, what the titles were, who the beneficiaries were. And on most everything, and these people have three children, but on most everything, just the spouses were listed as the beneficiaries. There were no contingents. And, you know, if the husband and wife got in a car accident, that just became a probatable asset because someone was too lazy to list the kids as the contingent beneficiaries. And that just is really frustrating because who wants their stuff going to probate? I assume you do, Tony, right? You know, who who wouldn't want it? Yeah, no way. Um, I don't want the courts to decide, you know, uh, make decisions about my children or my finances or who gets them. Exactly. It's expensive. Probate is time consuming. It take a year in probate court. It's public knowledge. So they actually post probate proceedings. I see them in the Ventura breeze when I'm sitting down the harbor eating ice cream. Um, but you read about them in the back and what does it say? Hey, if anybody uh, thinks that they're entitled to this person's stuff, show up at the courthouse this date and time and raise your hand. And you can guarantee people make a business of doing that. Oh yeah, Joe Schmo said, you know, he loved me and I could have everything. So we, it's very public. It takes a long time. It's a time consuming. You got to have attorneys and it's such an easy fix. Put your beneficiary designations on there. Put it in your trust. Put a transfer on death on your bank accounts. I mean, there's so many quick, easy things you do. Now we are out of time for today's show. It just Ah. flew by. I know you had a lot more. We'll have to carry on next week. But, Mike, it's been a great show. Is there anything else you'd like to add for our listeners before we go today? No, that's it. If anyone would like to call, make a complimentary consultation, we'll give you a free book so we can kind of talk about some of the obvious stuff with what a fiduciary is, what retirement planning is all about, help you organize those paychecks coming in, organize your expense worksheets, see what your income gap is. There's a lot to sort out before you get too carried away on what investments you should be owning and buying and why. Call my office, 805-500-7035, our main website, thelindgroup.com. Our radio show website, if you want to listen to some of our recorded shows, is financiallytunedradio.com. Um, and we're located right on Victoria, a corner of Phil and Victoria, right across the street from the government center. We've got a big sign, the Lind Group, right on the corner. You can't miss it. So appreciate all the listeners. Appreciate all the calls we get every week from the show. And um, feel free to reach out if we can help out in any way. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. And listeners, uh, this is it for this episode of Financially Tuned with Mike Mansfield and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035. 
or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 